Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 329, and I'm here with Lucy. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> what? I said, hi, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I think my video, well, your video cut out very slightly because I saw your mouth move, <laughs> and then there was this very small sound. I'm like, uh, oh, I, I heard, I heard here, and I saw the so- shoulders move. The little dance. Like, is this like a like a attendance at a school? You know, like yes. Lucy yeah. here, present, <laughs> and we're here with Adam. Oh, it's me, the guy who took, talks before he's called in. Almost rebel. every time they call me rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to start introducing you first, just so uh, uh, people know. They know. No, because anyway. then to be a rebel, I'll have to be like, no, 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 welcome to Tanked Up yeah, or something. Yeah. I have to like over interrupt. Exactly, oh. exactly. Um, let's open up some beers. If you guys don't know what Tanked Up is, where have you been for 328 episodes? Uh, we drink beers, we talk about games. So we're going to open some beers first. Uh, Lucy, what have you got? What are you going to be yeah. drinking? I've got a stout. I haven't had a stout in a while. Months. Um, and it's the only beer I have because <laughs> it's like, hmm, what don't I want to drink in summer? A stout. Uh, mm. So, yeah, this is the only beer that I have that's like not a 750ml bottle. So. That's fair. We'll go with it. And it is called A Coconut Froth, and it's from Overtone. Oh, really, really lovely. Ooh, that's very nice. Got like um, like latte art, obviously, mm-hmm. like shape of a heart. Um, yeah, it's nine percent. Yeah, coconut latte stout. Um, God, why do you do this to me? Text, white text, mm. thumb, brownish background. Another addition to our latte stout range. I didn't know they had one. Um, freshly ground coffee from. Does that say coca bee? Not a, not a coffee con- connoisseur, so I don't know. I, I mean, um, neither do I, but... <laughs> something from coca bee uh, provides an intense flavour of roasted nut, dark cacao, and sweet cedar wood. Mm. Okay. This is the perfect base for layers of deep tropical coconut flavours that are intensely sweetened from the creamy lactose. And the hops are magnum hops. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Perfect, perfect, good. Nine uh, percent is, uh, I think, should be the rule. It should be the law that all stouts start <laughs> at nine percent and can only go up from there. Uh, but we'll talk about the rule of law in a little bit, perhaps. Um, I'm going to drink another Bristol beer. Um, this is from New Bristol Brewery. It's called Forbidden Worlds, um, and it says it's the Forbidden Sesh session. Oh, maybe it's called the Forbidden Sesh. Maybe it's a Collaboration with someone called Forbidden Worlds. Um, is there flavour text? Um, a low ABV makes this hop-laden brew an easily sessionable coiffeur. And every day, all day, go to IPA. Um, it is 4.2% and it's a session IPA. So, I almost bought that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it it also appeared in my... my the the The... Local down the street that mm-hmm. has started to expand their craft brews. Um, yeah, I was just like, oh, I haven't seen that. I should grab, grab that for the podcast. And then I didn't leave the house, so I didn't. Because <laughs> um, I saw it like the other day when I was grabbing like bits and bobs for dinner, and I was like, oh, I should pick up some some uh, some beer just in case. I was like, oh, I'll just do that Thursday. 
That's no problem. Yeah. I definitely will leave the house Thursday. No. It's no. it's become increasingly hard to leave the house. <laughs> everything's too yeah, expensive. But again, everything's <laughs> opened back up. It's like, do you want to go out? Nah. I, no, I, I was happy a couple of years ago. It. It's fine. I, I, I'm yeah. happy with just yeah. um, I do like, like everything opened up and everything became too yes. expensive. It's like, well, you might as well just announce another lockdown at this point. Um, I do like on this, it's kind of like a uh, almost a filmy kind samurai of thing. Jack. Samurai Jack. It is Jack, a Samurai yeah. Jack, yeah, absolutely. Versus death. Um, <laughs> this little fortieth stamp in the old uh, Universal, oh, yeah, um, yeah. kind PG of PG rating. Yeah, yeah. So it's I don't know what all of this means. I don't know what Forbidden Worlds is, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink it anyway. Uh, Adol, what are you drinking now? I am continuing my Dutch foray, Ooh. but also taking a page closer to Lucy's book and having a it's the Hammer and Sickle Porter from Brouwer I de Molen. I think I've had that a long time. A long time, yes. Yeah, so it's a yeah. 5.2% porter with a blow of Chinook, Saz, and oatmeal. Uh, like and then there's blow. a weird... Oh. They now have, like... I'm going to read this, even though it's long. Uh, I'll be quick, because <laughs> yeah, then I'll shut up. But it they've got the a quote on the back, mind-blowing craft beer from... The quote is from Menno Olivier. You experiment, give it a taste, and then do it all again. You fall flat on your face and pick yourself back up, until finally you experience that sip, that tingling sensation that opens up new worlds. It's an extraordinary feeling. Beer is craftsmanship. It is our passion. It's simply who we are. That's exactly what raises beer to an art form. That's stirring stuff. Yeah. But also, like this brewery, like does that, right? They, they're I really enjoy them, so they can get away with a very yes, flowery language, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like I was skimmed, and I was like, oh, this is I don't remember the last time. I don't want to say generic flavor text, but like not flavor text is not about the beer. Mm. <laughs> Has been that like about life itself. Oh, do you think you take beer seriously? <laughs> Hold my beer. Wait, no, this doesn't work. This is a bad meme. <laughs> Let me hold my beer and tell you why you want to hold it. Exactly, um, yes. But yeah. I want to hold it in my arm and caress it after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to caress your beer, Lucy? You're drinking yeah, now? How yeah, is it? It's, um, it looks like sludge. Um, it does. Oh, it really like does. proper. It isn't like your uh, typical looking stout, which... Uh, what was yours? Was yours a porter? Sorry, it's a porter. Yeah. Yeah. Hold it. Hold it. Your 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 actual porter. Oh, here. sorry. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look anything. <laughs> it doesn't look like that. Lucy, um, yours looks like you poured some Guinness into some Nuki Brown or something. Yeah, it genuinely does. Um, uh, it did pour with a nice head that looks like Adol's, like cream, you know, slightly hmm. creamy coloured head, but that's just paid now. But um, yeah, like. You can see bits in it. It's like mm. it's like that. I mean, it's yeast, but it looks like it was just like coconut flakes and like oats, oat flakes just falling through the glass. But um, yeah, it's 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 murky, proper murky bayou pond water kind of like <laughs> color. Uh, but it smells. It smells. It smells really good. Like I'm getting so much coconut. It's like I could put this a foot away from my nose and still smell the coconut. Mm. It's really powerful. Um, but when I first cracked the can and first gave it a little sniff, I see what they meant about cedar wood. I mean, it smelt 
It's not like if you went to Ikea and just started sniffing everything. It's, it's not like, you know, proper new furniture. It's lovely. Yeah, um, yeah that, that coconut now is all I can smell. It's just very overpowering. It's an interesting combination for like a latte series to then chuck mm. a load of coconut in as well. But it works. It <laughs> works. That is really nice. I mean, it's if you don't like coconut, you know, get a restraining order on this beer. Just don't come near because <laughs> it is just all <laughs> coconut. But um, for nine percent. I mean, it's got it's got body to it. It's got a nice. Um, I mean, obviously from the oats and the lactose, it's got that creamy, quite dense body to it. But it's not as it's not as viscous and obviously thick as it looks. It's not as even though that coconut is bringing quite a bit of sweetness, it's not a sickly sweetness. It's mm-hmm. still tempered enough where it's um, you know easy enough to drink, and it it it's not. Oh gosh, I can only take a sip of this like once every half an hour, kind of. Yeah. Mm. You know, sickly, oily, vis- viscous kind of beer. It's it's lighter than you think. Mm. Um, yeah, it doesn't have much bitterness to it. Um, because you'd expect that from like the coffee. Yeah. Just a mild bitterness from that coffee, but nothing. Uh, that that just takes the edge off that sweetness. Um. But it's well balanced, I guess, with that. It feels like it should be, oh, it's going to be too sweet. Maybe they need to pack this in with a ton of bitterness just to balance it. But it's it's not getting pulled in either way too much, and it's just perfectly sat in the middle. It's just so nice. well balanced. So, despite it being one of the ugliest beers I've had this year, it's <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's really nice. It's really and and it's like. Even though it's like quite hot in here, and like I don't know if this was on tape when we were talking about, I can't open the window because of the wasp nest uh, mm. my, my room. But it's like it, it, it's quite humid in here. But it's like it, this isn't um, this isn't making it, you know, un un unlivable. Um, mm-hmm. It's just light enough. But now that I've been talking for a while, like that alcohol, it's giving me a warming sensation mm. there. Um, for sure. Nice. That is quite a lot to be actually. <laughs> so that nine percent creeps up on you. Oh man, I haven't had a nine percent anything in a long while. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, neither I'm... have I. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have more this weekend. Yes, but, uh, mm. <laughs> I, I would assume. Mm-hmm. We'll see what people but, yeah. people bring for their for their days daytime mm-hmm. session. Um, yeah, but that's lovely how it's like. Yeah, I'm getting this nice warming alcohol sensation at the same time. You know, you're getting those like kind of wintry warming notes at the same time you're on some tropical beach having like fresh coconut. It's a nice, mm. a nice um, dichotomy. Nice, uh, good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, to a completely different beer then. This um, uh, forbidden sesh, um, from New Bristol. It's another very clear kind of bit. It's a little bit of haze to it, but not very much. Um, the 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 head disappeared. Almost as quickly as the beer I had in the previous episode, um, but not quite. I'm very, very orange in colour. Um, it's got a lovely nose. Some sweet stone fruit on there. Hmm. It's, it's it again looks like 
like not a beer because there's no Oh, I just saw some bubbles. Yeah, there are there are a few bubbles. There's a few more bubbles. It's yeah. a bit more carbonated than the than the previous beer. It looks like from concentrate apple juice. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. should have seen last last um episode's mm. beer was even more so because it was mm. yellow, it was less orange. <laughs> so in the mouthfeel, a little bit more carbonated. But that goes quite quickly, and there's nothing that that sort of brings that carbonation. It's got that little bit of fizz to it. But it doesn't do very much. But it, it almost has a very light and very quick flavor to it. It's incredibly dry, especially for a session IPA. It's really, really dry. It's sort of like, here it is, bye-bye. Mm. Um, and it gives me, what's that, that nice kind of fruity nose? There's maybe a little bit of... Something else on there, something a little bit, maybe not quite stone fruit, something maybe, again, it's not going in that sweet end, it's not going in that dank end, it's it's something kind of floral? in the middle. Floral, maybe? It's a little bit, it's a, it's a touch floral, mm. yeah. But it's really, you've got you've to stick your nose in to, to find it, but mm. that does come through a little bit more in the flavour. So... It kind of almost tries to give you that sweetness from those sort of stone fruits. And again, it's it's maybe trying to get a little bit kind of peachy, but the dryness just sucks that away. It's gone very, very quickly. And there's maybe like a touch of something else sweeter in there, maybe like a strawberry or something like that as well. But again, it's pulled away. And you're left with this more kind of again not dank but it's almost like it's 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 more like a cider actually it 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 very much is like a dry cider where it's got that little bit of sweetness and that just gets pulled away very quickly it's really dry and you're left with this very kind of bittery light bitterness not big bitterness but this very light bitter finish to it which with that very dry but quite carbonated mouthfeel to it makes me want to go back for it again and i'm gonna i'm gonna drink this incredibly quickly because the beer is saying come back for more come back for more come back for more come back mm. for more, constantly and and actually it's 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 a beer that's not going to satiate my appetites for a beer in any kind of way because i'll get to the end of this and it will be oh no you where's where's it gone Right. Give me more, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it just wants you to to uh, uh, to keep feeding, basically, constantly drinking it, um, <laughs> which is good for a four point two percent beer, um, but not so. If good. you have another one, well, yes, I was going to say not so good. Back, yeah. I need another beer. I don't have any more actually. It's my last oh. two. Uh, I need another beer in the fridge just to What's have. Happened like, to uh, us? I know. I know, mate. <laughs> I have beers. What's happened to use? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have Indian two man. beers left in the house. I think. Oh no, I have three. But also, the beer I had last week with Chad and Curtis was the Verdant uh, mm. Wiper and True um, Farmhouse Spelt Pills, and the corner store, um, like the the shop at the end of my road. Uh, it clearly, like, because it's it was limited run. It's it's a bit old, right? So I'm assuming it was closed out of date because they were. Guess the price. 
Oh, is it in this bargain, economy? In the bargain bin for like three uh, uh, quid. Uh, what size of it? What size? What size? Uh, it's 440 mil tins. Three, three quid. Four pound fifty. Three for five. Wiper and True Verdant wow. Farmhouse pills. And I only bought three, and as soon as I got home, I was like, I should have robbed them of all of it. What was I thinking? <laughs> but did it. Do you... It tasted fine. Hmm. Okay. Well, it tasted fine. As long as it doesn't fine, taste it was like, great. Yeah. you know, um, pure. Vinegar? No, no, <laughs> like, so, like, I think maybe Ben or I had had it on the podcast. I can't remember. I was like, I remember talking about this beer. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just I saw it somewhere. But I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. This price, I'm buying it. Uh, and it was great. And uh, and I had a can last night. Nice. And I have one more in my fridge. Uh, but well, I, I mean, uh... basically, I was like, oh, this could be really bad. So I'll buy three, right, for this price. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, three for five is insane for That's any like, beer at this point yeah right? and carling doesn't even <laughs> yeah even that shit, you know what i mean like, jesus christ it's that black label uh, mate that that's white lightning level yeah, yeah. T- two liters for like 1.99 yeah uh, how about the beer now <laughs> the beer i have <laughs> i poured it it poured with quite a bit of head but it very calmed down quite a bit you can see the lacing just where the head was mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's a Rome. So it's only a five point two percent porter. Um, it smells chocolatey. Mm. Uh, and a bit of a bit of red fruit, just a touch of it. So think like, not somewhere in between like raspberry and cherry chocolate. Yeah, but, but like really toned down in the, in the fruit level. Just just giving that a bit more heft to that chocolatey nose. Um, and some sweetness. Um, but. I'm not getting very many malts off the nose, but like a really nice, steady aroma. Mm-hmm. Mm. What I will say is, taste it started a bit wet, but I think that was my brain being like, it's five point two, it's a quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's got a thick enough mouthfeel that I'm not disappointed. Okay. It, it obviously won't be like. You know, a night like Lucy's nine yeah, percent's got to be velvety on the tongue. This is enough. Like the the difference between I think the last porter I had was like a four point eight or something. It always seemed really close, but it mm. felt very very watery. This isn't okay. Nice. Oh, it's really lovely layered malts again. Some chocolateiness. The malts are quite burnt. Mm. But the overall taste doesn't burn, if that makes sense. That like slightly sweet chocolateiness is is interacting really well with the roasted malts, such that I'm not feeling like I'm I'm drinking a bit of campfire. But then on the finish, that like the strength of the roasted malts has faded a bit, and then so when the sort of more chocolatey sweet part of the taste fades away, I'm left with this sort of it feels like it should be drying out, but my mouth feels completely wet. But it's this like almost a little acrid burnt um, malt taste, mm-hmm. but because it had just those like five seconds of being dealing with the other taste, I'm not feeling oh god, there's this burnt taste in my mouth. I'm just having this lingering burnt, sort of roasted burnt taste, and then ever so slightly like on the tip of my tongue, it's a bit acrid. I I actually suspect that you know, several sips in, that acridness will disappear just as my palate gets used to it. But it's a really lux- like luxurious taste curve because 
it feels really full-bodied in that like balance of sort of Swedish chocolate and roasted malts. And the chocolate doesn't last as long as the roasted malts. The roasted malts are where the finish is, but be- the, the chocolate sticks around just enough time so that I'm not getting, I, you never get the full strength of the roast. Yeah. The burnt. So then it just this lingering sort of really nice roasted um, taste in the back of your mouth that just kind of sits there. And you're happy, and you can you can just enjoy it because it's not full force, it's not overpowering you. And I, I and and like, it should. It just didn't because something else was in the way. If that makes sense, it's a really well balanced beer, very easy to drink. Um, but again, I'm still I'm still feeling that finish. Like, it's taking forever for that um, burnt roasted um, finish to end. In fact, I'm getting a bit of a resurgence of that sort of sweet chocolate uh um coming back in hmm. um so if you want this is like a really great porter to sip at the end of the night and not feel rushed on but also if you felt like drinking it because you really like that sort of burst of that sort of chocolatey and that roastedness you could drink this quickly as well but it just it's in no way forcing you to to, to drink and unlike like the op- polar opposite of a ben's beer where it's like well man of the polar opposite it's not inviting me to some beers it's like oh i want to experience every moment of this taste curve so i'm just not gonna have a sip mm. this is like oh you it'll take a while before you feel like oh i need more um but you can take more anytime you want okay nice nice perfect perfect let's enjoy these then and um it should be it's our topic episode for our pairing this week but lucy as you've jumped in um for this second episode um i know you've got a game you want to chat about yeah and it's called apico which is mm. a beer keeper simulation ah yes game. yeah is it what's um, a beer a, a bee an apiary yeah yeah well done uh yeah it's um came out on steam i believe last week or the week mm-hmm. before and I got a code for it from um, uh, the devs and the publisher. And what I loved, like pre-release, uh, <laughs> um, I, I I looked at the game on like Steam, and it was like it's, it's ready. It's for Steam Deck upon release, and it's like, well, nice. This is good. This is the perfect game for Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a two D uh, top down. Um, beekeeping simulation game um it's like a i mean it's it's so easy to say because it is very much like minecraft okay it's like minecraft um but like seen from like a 2d sprite uh stardew valley kind Mm. of um uh perspective and i mean the game even starts out saying like you know you've left your job in the city and going to (laughs) you know going to this you know little remote um island well i guess it's an island but uh, and it's like, yeah, you're sick of the, uh, sick of the um, rock and roll of the city or whatever, and you go into, I think it's your grandparents' um, uh, place where it's like, okay, come come look after bees instead. Um, and yeah, it 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 literally just not throws you in. That's the wrong word, but it's like it just gets straight to the point. It's okay. not like um, it's not endless tutorials before you can just go and hit a tree. You know? mm. And it has that very Minecraft, um, you know. I, I guess it's just like 
I don't really play many um, like survival or sort of simulation games, but it's like has Minecraft just become the standard where it's like you know just to start punching a tree immediately, <laughs> and that's I think you all get survival wood. games assume that wood is mm-hmm. the basic element and that you yeah. will punch it. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious because that's not how the world has ever worked. <laughs> You mean we didn't? At no trees? point in time has ha, ha, has humanity been like, "I will punch a tree first versus <laughs> I will salvage broken wood." Like you should be like picking up. I think some games do the pick up sticks to make an axe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they pretty much give you that right off the bat. They do give you an axe, but it's like, well, I can just punch a tree instead if I want to. But um, <laughs> but yeah, is that very much okay? You you collect wood and you make a crafting table and you you know um manufacture other tools and stuff like that. It's very Minecraft. Um, hmm. Is there mining? It... No. Or at least not what I've seen. Um, I don't think so. Sorry? Beecraft. Yeah, Speecraft, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, it has some really good puns. Like, the, the economy is called, like, rubies and stuff like nice. that. It's, just, it's, it's got nice. tons of that. Really, really charming. I mean, the sprite art is really wonderful to look at. It's, like, just got a calming aesthetic to it the music's great everything's relaxed in but um yeah it is very minecraft in your you know uh going around this this open you know this forest essentially and it's like okay you're collecting wood and um you know you begin to craft tools uh and basically collect bees there's like a whole breeding kind of system to it and uh breeding bees breeding flowers but where it's not like Minecraft in the sense of like Minecraft's all full of like discovery. I mean, obviously, like you know, there's there's like Reddit forums you can go on and like, how do I make redstone? This and that. Like, how do I make a calculator within Minecraft? It's like it's all known mm. at this point. But going in there, it's like, you know, say if the internet didn't exist, going into Minecraft, it's very much you discover things, you know, yeah. naturally and stuff like that. Whereas in this. They right off the bat give you, you know, these like little handbooks, these journals, and it's like you can get them up at like flip flick of a button, which is really nice in case you forget anything or you need to reread up on something. Mm. But in that sense, it's like it's more giving you all the well, not all of it, but a lot of information that you write at the off the bat, and it's like okay, this will this is this takes some reading. It's less, um, you know, learn by exploring and exploration it's more okay here are the reading materials let me bone up on this and then go you know start mining and why am i saying mining you're not mining but you know what i mean <laughs> and start you know it, it, it's all there it's, it's nothing like okay what what yeah beekeeping it's not like okay if i smash two things together what will this make it's no it's more look we want you to understand the systems of the game and you know go on your beekeeping adventure um even though i love that it's like 2d and everything like that and it's like you know i love the aesthetic of it i think something gets lost when it's 2d because this game i mean other than your ultimate goal and having like you know your own little beekeeping society and stuff like that like there's a chance to like make your own lodges and like customize your lodges Mm. and i think it being 2d it kind of loses that kind of intimacy and that 
in the customization. It isn't. It doesn't feel like Animal Crossing, like where everything's like fully detailed and it like looks like an actual house or or The Sims or something like that, or even Minecraft. Like everything's blocky, of course, but you feel like you're living in that space. Yeah. Whereas from a two D perspective, that's a little bit more not as intimate. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know how much I'll be like you know wanting to do that customization and such um because just 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 from perspective of like like even time like back you know back in the 90s whatever i'd be like yeah i get to make my own little house or whatever it's like that it would have been great and it's like but games have just come on so much more where it's like like playing animal crossing is like literally playing with um like sylvanian family toys and stuff like that whereas like going back to like the 2D thing and especially where it's like I may not have the time to sink a lot of time into this it it doesn't feel as compelling mm. but um but yeah it, right after that it's super charming it's it's perfect for the steam deck and it works excellently off the steam deck nice. and it's it's got a ton of like you know like um accessibility options and like when you go into the game, immediately can choose your skin tone, your pronouns, everything, and it's like they've really thought about like, okay, we're gonna make a simulation game, we're gonna make it easy for you. <laughs> you know, what I mean, there's mm. so many things like Animal mm. Crossing, for example, where everything's feel what well, well not everything, a lot of things feel laborious, and you're just like, just let me do this for crying out loud, just let me, you know, pin this option here, or or let me use these menus in a quicker way and stuff like that that's that's all you know done in this game it's like it's that you can tell they've really thought about the design of it and um the user experience mm-hmm. like you know every minute because not only is like the the loop really fun like okay collect chop down my trees make some more uh crafting materials you know collect some more bees start doing this and everything they've they've thought about yeah okay mm-hmm. If you're going to be doing this minute to minute and the gameplay loop is that fun, we're not going to put any obstacles or barriers in your way. We're going nice. to just make it fun and easy. That sounds great. So yeah, it's 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 charming. I've been playing it on my Steam Deck. Um, I just hate... I mean, I'm just... It's <laughs> dripping with jealousy every time you use that turn of phrase. Uh, I mean, I'm really happy that someone I know has one and it's as good as it gets, uh, yeah, it seems yeah. like. but It's like, um, yeah, like every night and it's just so easy just to like hop in a game that's a good thing about it it's like like i hopped into it um a bit more last night and it's just like yeah i'll just i'll, I'll sink a few more. i think it was about while i fell asleep so it was about <laughs> before, before i stopped playing amazing good yeah i think it's still running on it so yeah. um um, yeah, it's it, just in idle mode so. it's maybe uh, a topic for another episode but it's interesting that the game is is made the user experience very well, and it's oh. not put those barriers in place. It's kind of like this is the the main loop, and this is what you're kind of doing. But it's then throwing in not half baked ideas, but ideas which oh. maybe don't quite translate as well as they would do in a three D environment or in another yeah. kind of environment. And it makes me think of like, have we got to a point with some genres of games at least where you can be like. Animal Crossing is the or Animal Crossing whatever the the, the latest one is New Leaf or uh, Horizon, Horizons yeah, well, yeah. Like that, yeah and be like this is the pinnacle of what this is trying to do everything else is either now just imitation of that 
um, mm. and, and there must be tons of games out there like that which have got we've got to yeah, that point yeah. and that we can very much say this is the pinnacle of that genre um, <laughs> what can what can you do next to kind of improve or in, enhance upon that and that's a that's a conversation for uh, another time yeah um, yeah I, th- I think this is like notched out its own little niche though mm. where it's like okay it's obviously got the bees which is like I don't think like kind of think of a like, little sim game that has the same kind of beekeeping elements maybe there are obviously there's stuff where you like breed animals and stuff like yeah. that and have an economy sur- you know surrounded around that but yeah, I think it's meant to be a game that doesn't consume your whole life and it's not one nice. that you'll play endlessly yeah. forever. It's yeah. something that it's like, I will get to a point where it's like, I've made my little bee kingdom, I'm very happy, I've found all the different bee types, and they're all very pretty and cute. I can get off this ship now, mm. I can jump off mm. and feel satisfied still. Mm. So, yeah. I think that's that's the kind of game it is, which is nice, it was more in line with my my means. Yeah. Good. Nice. Good. Um, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to talk about the game that I've been playing because we haven't got yeah, a topic. Go um, I, I, but I, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it because I, I want to oh. delve more into it. But I've been playing Diablo Immortal, which oh. is a game that wants you to come and play it every day. Um, <laughs> which is a game. You were hurt. Um, I both love it and hate it. At the same time, uh, I'll, I'll expand upon this more next week when I've, I've I played a few more kind of hours of it. But at the moment, I am playing a tiny bit every day. You know, even if it's maybe just fifteen minutes, um, because of the mechanics of do do one kill a day and get some extra stuff. Do this every day. Here's some more things. You know, they're very very mobilized. This. Um, the, the 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 IP. I think um, I think the stat is. Um... To to pay to get to top level, oh yes, legendary gear is eighty eight thousand pounds. I've got that to spare, no problem. Ridiculous. Oh, what do I get? You... Like a level eighty troll or whatever it is? I don't even know what's in Diablo. <laughs> do I become like... the devil himself? Yes, you do. Uh, it's the same as like Elden Ring, just naked, in naked man in nappy. Uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. what you get for eighty eight thousand. Oh no. Pounds. Um, but we're not going to talk about that now. Let's move on to our topic. Adol, I'm going to let you lead into sure. this because it's an article, or not an article, it was actually a screenshot yeah, that you it, shared, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, so basically, uh, obviously, we're in a tumultuous time politically, especially with uh, inflation and Brexit compounding things and COVID compounding things, etc. Uh, and so the campaign for Real Ale Camera, who we've talked about occasionally, but we, because camera tends to focus on um keeping cask ale and like the old ways real ale. we all are, are fine with hmm? real ale yeah real ales um we tend not to really focus on that stuff because we like variety and the uh-huh. sub parts of camera has been less don't lose this but keep that as so much as fuck that keep this yeah. um which again, it depends on who you talk to, who's a camera supporter. So, like, if you go to a pub and they say we're a camera pub, it doesn't mean anything. But like, there is definitely this tension. Anyway, so Nick and Tona, the camera chairman, sent a public letter to Paul Scully, the minister for small business, consumers, and labor markets, uh, regarding enshrining the right to a hundred percent liquid pint in weights and measures legislation. 
again, keep in mind what's happening in the world, especially in Britain right now. And he says, Dear Paul Scully, I'm writing from Canberra, the campaign for real ale, to ask for your support for a small change to the weights and measures legislation to ensure that alongside the crown symbol, consumers have a legal right to a pint of beer that is 100% liquid. The Jubilee Bank holiday was a brilliant success for pubs and social clubs across the UK with many hosting events and bringing communities together to celebrate. Fuck the Jubilee. Alongside this, it was great to see such a decisive statement from your department on the use of the crown symbol to signify the consumers that they have received a full pint of beer. Reference press release, yada yada yada. We wholeheartedly support the use of the crown symbol as the hallmark of the Great British Pint. However, many consumers do not realize that a pint of beer isn't defined as 100% liquid in law. This means that every single time a consumer buys a pint, they could be shortchanged without any real recourse if a top-up is refused. We consider this an issue of basic consumer rights, and there's a very simple solution. Therefore, we ask the government tops off a wonderful weekend of Jubilee celebrations by committing to a small legislative change to enshrine the right to a full pint in law alongside the welcome guidance on the crown mark and the consultation of choices of weights and measure units. I would welcome the opportunity to discuss this further. Uh, and the campaign will submit a response to consultation in, uh, in due course. Yours sincerely, Nick. So, so... Huh? <laughs> so, well, I, no, so, I genuinely don't understand what this. Like, I, I know, this, but like this is why fluff, man. Publicizing it is so strange. Oh. But basically, in the background, what's happened is Boris and Co have been pushing to return to imperial units um, to round up their base and get rid of the EU's metric. It's the empire, isn't it? But also, hmm? the empire. Yeah. The empire. So it's what great. will I want if I order a pint then? What will well, I ask for? A pint? No, no, still a pint. So, still a pint, but yeah, it would be 100% yeah. liquid. Well, so so, so then what, what, they, it, what, what they've done the already froth, is basically said That's that the gas. crown symbol that should be... That sounds into a... liquid. <laughs> if my Keith H.T. Yeah. taught me um, anything. So what they have done is said that the crown symbol should is the mark of the imperial pint. Mm-hmm. Like part of their legislation is like we want to return to our weights and measures and say a pint is imperial pint. We've always it's the same pint measure we use, but now we're going to put a crown on it to say, look, it's the British pint. Mm-hmm. That's the move that's already been done. And then what Camera is saying is, oh, these pints should be 100% liquid. What they're saying is it should be cask poured because cask doesn't pour with head. Yes, that's exactly that's what the, they're saying. That's what they are Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. What so they're saying fucking... head is bad, therefore new is bad, therefore ke- like keg is bad, craft brewing is bad, imports are bad, like like your Heineken's are on kegs a lot of the time too, and so they're trying to fight this battle to to try and like force a weird legislation, like to get the momentum of the bygone era to basically mean it's going to be impossible to pour a non-British. It sounds like ale. oh let's. To get everyone using British potatoes, we're going to get rid of crisps that are made out of parsnips. Yeah, essentially. And lentils. <laughs> no, no, it's it's more like we're getting it rid of... We're going to say that um, because the... It's like is, if the Irish varietal of potato, which I know doesn't make sense because both are from the New World, potatoes is potato, but like say Ireland, import, we imported potatoes from Ireland and they had like a slightly different profile, it'd be like, oh yeah, we need to enshrine the British profile so that people like can't actually really, people have to go out of their way to change the Irish one to fit our standard. I mean, it's but it, really, it's, it's dumb, but also all this is going to do 
is make companies have new glasses made which are slightly bigger than a pint so then they have a little line on it which says one pint and then they've got an extra five or six mil above it ready yeah. for the, the the head of their beer i but like and glass prices are through the fucking roof in construction right now so who knows how much it is to produce you know a thousand ten thousand pint and but pint point one you just serve the rest in an ashtray yeah i mean with all the nuts and the pork scratchings mate but (laughs) it's more than that right because like the head is part of the drink if you get poured uh keg beer without head it's been mispoured so they're they're really yeah they're basically saying a pint glass can't can't serve a certain type of beer i mean i want you to legally enshrine that these beers will be served poorly or not at all Go to Belgium, don't have like half your beer that's just head, and you'll get thrown out of a pub. You know what I mean? It's just like, but okay, it's it's, it's like fucking. It's like, I don't what's know. wrong with head? It's like little man fucking <laughs> syndrome, isn't it? Like we're like we're going back to the British way. It's like fuck off. It's it's a bit just weird because it's like it's even weirder now because it's like obviously you want to preserve like you know Cascale and stuff like yeah. that, and you know rightly so, but it's like. There's so many breweries that I've seen now who traditionally only, you know, do K, who are like, oh yeah, we've just started doing like cask beers now. You know, so many I've seen. It's like they're they're actually, you know, coming not not round to your thought. I think there was don't think there was any disputing that I mean, you know, we need to keep cask alive, but it's like they're absolutely like jumping on that. Not bandwagon, but you know, on that mm-hmm. on that crusade. Yeah, but it's because it's yeah. not really about Cascale. It's about getting support for old breweries and not letting new entrants come in. That's what this move is. Because yeah. like, yeah. like Bristol uh, Beer Factory, New Bristol Brewery, uh, or a couple uh, breweries who are in my neighborhood uh, are in a couple of the pubs, and. I have to double check because I like so for example, um Uber Brewery, I don't like their beer beers on cask. I think there's too much lost when you lose that carbonation. Mm-hmm. I think it, 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 it the flatness betrays the flavor in a bad way. And but if I say what beers do you have, they'll say those because they have some of them have them on cask, which is fine oh. because like it's yeah. my personal taste, right? But like they're not they're trying to put that brewery who does both out of business essentially. Yeah, like they're yeah, they, and- like it's it, very clearly there, like yeah. So you do most of your business club, on keg. You know? You're you're yeah. new. Fuck off, die. I, uh, Nick Nick has shares in a glass manufacturing fucking company because yeah. he knows he wants this fucking change and that new glass is going to be. It's, it's the fucking Tory way, isn't it? Let's make a change, but yeah. let's make sure that we're going to make this change and we've got our fingers in the fucking pie first. Like, mm-hmm. it, but it, it's yeah. it's it's complete fucking bullshit. Um, sorry, Nick, if you listen, you're not. But the whole like, oh, the jubilee celebration was great. Fuck off! Oh, God, what fucking the fuck has yeah, that got to do with That's anything. What, that, he's been waiting probably about seven years till the jubilee. He's probably like, please don't die, Queen. He's probably been like that just so that he's like, this is the perfect storm. This is when I can be like, boom, 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 England flag, Union Jack. Was there a Union Jack in the letter? Probably. It's like. Yeah, he's just like England. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's hidden in there. All the E's line up just to to yeah. make the, the Union flag <laughs> within his yeah. within his lair. Yeah. Um, but it, it it kind of like why um, why why are we welcoming again? Just to, let's have the crown put on it. Why why? You know what What's would be good? Sovereignty. Point? 
getting rid of people like him. Just, 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 just like putting him in a dinghy in the channel with a with a large hole in the bottom. Of it, you know what I mean? just, just put him in the container that with would Boris. Be my idea of sovereignty. <laughs> just fucking ship him out uh, to you, sea. You need like a wood chipper to get rid of him. You, need some, <laughs> you can't, you can't leave it up to the chance of him drowning. You need to see remains. <laughs> but it, it, there can be no. I, I think, kind of, <laughs> like as we're saying, I, I completely, you know, it, the, the campaign for real now, absolutely, it, it does some good work, and yeah, and absolutely. It, 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 the 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 idea about preservation of more traditional styles of beer. Great. Yes, we should absolutely but also, see that, and it's and it's great for yeah, certain kinds of. There's good cask. Yes, absolutely. There's good cask as well, and lots of people enjoy that and drink that. But this move is very odd. Yeah, it's, it's because they've always been like saying, "Look, look, we want to bring in more people to you know the camera movement and stuff like that. We need to prove that we're not just you know sweaty old men talking about beer." But this is very much like going against the good steps that they've made in the last decade mm. and, it, and it's very much sounding like that, you know like the camera that everyone didn't want to know yeah, yeah, yeah. a while yeah. ago, you know what I mean? So it feels like well not two steps forward, one step well, one one step forward two steps back, it's not quite that it's just, as long as no one entertains it's like, I feel like that but it's just, it's like what are you doing? Like you're doing good stuff recently. Don't 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 just wipe it off and just all this silliness. There's no, there's definitely no need for it. I'm, like, I mean, also just the like, this government has not been kind to small businesses, mm. especially yeah, breweries. I, I, th- I think that's what it. I, yeah, I think that's what it is though. It's this, it's this government where it, no, but that, that that is the whole point where it's like it's about me and it's like yeah. I have to get forward. It's about me and nothing else. It's like very American in this kind of thing where it's like I need to get forward. I can't I can't help anyone else in my community. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. You know, the American dream is for me essentially. Yeah. It's like screw everyone yeah. else. I'll push everyone else out of the way to get to my goal. Where it's like, no, why why is it not a sense of, you know, rising tide raises all the mm. boats or whatever it is? It's like yeah. why do you need to put someone else down to get a leg up? That shouldn't be the case. And that's that's exactly what this society is now. Yep. Where it's like Tories have us all shredding each other. But, but like this is what I was trying to say is like breweries have all, all breweries have suffered under mm-hmm. this government, and so to to start with this boot looking the crown icon on a pint, which I'm sorry, functionally means fuck all, and it's all just like British Empire nostalgia boners. Like to be like. <laughs> Oh, this was such a good idea. Oh, you know, be even better idea. Oh, hundred percent liquid. <laughs> but the idea. Fuck off. The idea. People are being shortchanged. What? Because it's ninety-eight percent liquid, and there's a two. But also, the taste is better with that head. Pint. Like what? You're you're losing fifteen p of your beer. What? I mean, to be fair, it's like forty-eight p now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 surprised that he didn't also say, "Oh, the only other thing we'd like is for a union flag to be etched into every cask <laughs> that's that's sent out into the new world as we ship our beers across the yeah, seas." Yeah. Like it, it, it just reeks of just desperation, and like Nick's 
looking for his peerage in every single possible way he can, isn't he? It's like, I've done very well as a businessman. I deserve to be in the House of Lords. This is how I'm going to do it. And he's just licking the boots. Mm. And I mean, you would fit in. <laughs> so, <you know>. okay, <laughs> without knowing anything about Nick. Um, <laughs> just, the, just reading this letter. <laughs> we know all we need to know about Nick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Oh, the country's getting rid of every every like liter. I I wish they got rid of every keg with that liter. That's the move he's trying mm-hmm. to say. Like, oh, and it's so transparent and sad. Yeah, like just exclusive no point. But... Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah, trying to gatekeep when there is no yeah. f- fucking place to be. Like there's no the, the gate doesn't go anywhere. Why are you stood here stopping people from just going about their f- business? And making people just only drink cask in this country is not going to make people only drink cask in this country. No. People like us will still go elsewhere. Absolutely, yeah. shipping our beers from. Well, yes. So he's so Nick's either got some. He's either got some fingers in a glass manufacturing company, or he runs the only import. But a, mm. a company that that pulls in from the rest <laughs> of Europe or something like that. Yeah. It, it it's a very odd move, and it would be interesting to know where this has come from. Like none none of us are camera members, um, yeah. and it, it would be interesting That's to know thing. what like, did they. He get what, what, yeah, yeah like has that? this has yeah. this come from the ground up? Have camera members gone? Well, I want one hundred percent liquid in my glass, and he is just conveying the message. I, I can't imagine that's the case. Or, or did he did did he log into like an old AOL account instead of deleting his email? He accidentally yeah. pressed sent on a, like an email he drafted like thirty years ago or something. Because that is, I don't get it. No, no. It was the Queen's Jubilee for like you know twenty, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Nick! What a misstep! At least for us yeah, young it's... younguns, let's say. Uh, yeah, let's call ourselves young. <laughs> With regards to the camera, I think we probably can. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, that says a lot, though, right? That that like I'm cresting. I'm I'm closer to forty than anyone else. Well, like I'm I'm turning thirty nine this year, right? Like, oh, wow. but camera's so out of touch that like I'm a youngun. Mm. <laughs> I think too young for camera. Yeah, and it's like I like cask beer. Yeah, the thing is, like yeah. I, I'm Why? not like a keg snob, but no. I can't. I'm not a camera member, and I'm a beer snob because the, 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 when I first moved here, there was this feeling of this type of sentiment, and then every so often it kind of bubbles over. And this is just like so blatant. It's like, yeah, no, my suspicions were correct, and like it, it makes me feel like, and this might be a misstep, and might be a core members, but it really. For people like me, who came from away, learned about cask and was really interested, and then saw some of the outreaches, it does feel like those. This is such a blatant move that it feels like those were calculated PR moves, not legitimate outreaches, mm. which I mean, might not be the case. Yeah. I'm just saying this is. How I mean, the bringing the jubilee really into it, yeah, it has to be. This was predetermined. It wasn't just a thought he had. Yeah, and then then you're like, okay, so the few times where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, we want like they used to have like. In like 2015, 16, I remember seeing advertisements of like trying to get more women into beer in that like kind of patriarchal, but at least trying to be like, we're open to new people, not just old white men in pubs. Like, okay, well, you're a bit behind the times, but that's good. Like that feels like it was it was just PR moves at the time because this is so blatant. Mm. 
Yeah, let's hope he doesn't speak for the rest of the camera. And this is just some isolated loon just going a bit rogue. I mean, he's in charge, so he does. Yeah, his literal job is to speak no, I know, for I know, but I'm just saying, like, hopefully he didn't. If this wasn't a decision by committee. Sure. Like, oh, actually, yeah, this yeah. is just him going just out. Just reading aloud. Because I'm. Yeah, because I'm in charge. Yeah. Like, let mm. me go do this, you know? Oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter what anyone else says. And that would also pose a problem to, like, you know, the structure of Canada. Absolutely. You know, meant to yeah. be a community. Yeah. Um, rather than one lone madman <laughs> talking about. Yeah, we need to, we need to get someone in camera. <laughs> To, to come on and talk to us about the ins and outs of uh, what's going on and their thoughts about pint measurements and crowns and fucking parasitic monarchies on taxpayers uh, in this country. Anyway, let's... Doldos is just absurd. Let's jump back to the, the beer for, you know, the new generation, for the young people. The beers that we have been drinking um, this episode. Uh-huh. Lucy, we'll come to you first. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that just flew by. It's because yeah. you you usually have to deal with us for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> deal with or enjoy. I mean, <laughs> you decide. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I've I've only got like halfway through. Mine. Oh wow! Um, wow. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm um, yeah. Well, mine is double the percentage of these. Oh yeah, I mean, this wasn't <laughs> judgmental. I was just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, just it's yours and. His beer combined. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's nice to sip on. Um, as I mm. said, it's uh, got that really nice coconutty flavour. Mm. Got a nice bit of coffee. Perfect balance between like sweet and um, and like it just tastes moreish. Um, it d- definitely has that kind of like more like. Um, not coconut, but like coconuts, like like hazelnutty, almost like kind of Moorishness to it, and it's just yeah, it's really good. Um, I mean, Overton make great beer, so it's like no surprise, you know. Mm. But yeah, the, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the last time I had a stout, and this is even though I say it looks it looks atrocious, it's like one, you know, it's one of the best stouts I've had this year nice. that I can remember, but wow. it has been a while, so you know, yeah, but. Really enjoyable beer. Um, over time. I mean, go pick up anything they yeah. have, but... Yeah. Yeah, this right down from the um, lovely can art. It's just really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Nice. Nice. Uh, coconut froth. <laughs> Didn't have... It had froth at the start, but then that quickly went. So, um, <laughs> it's more like coconut gunk. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not quite as well to sell it, if it's no. called that. <laughs> um <laughs> Good. Uh, my beer was the um, the Forbidden Sesh from um, New Bristol Brewery. Uh, I drank it so quickly. As I said, I would at the top from, from those initial flavours. It was so dry that you're just going back to it constantly. Um, the flavour dulled a little bit. Not a massive amount, but it did dull slightly. Um, some of those sweeter notes um, disappeared. So that that little kind of hint of strawberry, maybe that sort of slightly more, it's kind of peachy. Um, those mm. sort of slightly sweeter notes, they they were just gone at the end, um, and it was just that more bitter, that piney kind of bitterness that was that was sticking around. Um, it, it is a session. 
IPA, but I don't think I'd want a session on it. I don't think I'd want to have <laughs> another one again. I'd want something that was a afterwards, something to cleanse a little bit, a little bit more full body, a little bit more, um, you know, like a pale, just something very easy, something very light, but that was a bit more lasting than this. I think to uh, to to finish it off. Um, so yeah, the forbidden sesh from Newbist Brewery, uh, Adol. The Demolin. Yeah, the Hammer and Sickle. Uh, what a great porter. Um, at 5.2%, it has just enough alcohol to help bring that um, the, the sweetness that's in it um, to bind to the malt mm-hmm. and, uh, and give it that thickness, even though it you know doesn't have the 9% to easily give that mouth te- mouthfeel and texture. Uh, it's really good. I, 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 really, I think it's just exceptionally well-balanced. Mm. Like I said before, it it has this sweetness and this roastedness that just interact well together long enough for the sort of burnt malts to slide back enough such that you have this really satisfying finish that doesn't ever really push you towards, oh, that's kind of acrid, even though it has this sort of acrid tone to it. Mm. Um, As it went on, um, some of that sweetness, like I predicted, just sort of disappeared into my palate, but that just smoothed out everything like as i got used to everything it, it's such a neat like i ended up drinking it reasonably quickly because i could because again it didn't quite have that like heft and like it, thus it didn't feel heavy and i just so as soon as i thought about it or wanted more of that initial taste or was like oh this is finish is still there but i'd like to make it a bit stronger i, I just resupped but it totally like didn't need me to resup i just wanted more of that taste it's really excellent um and it's been a while since I've had a porter or like like a dark beer from from the Netherlands. And then this very much feels like in the style of what like De Molen does, which is just like really crisp, well-made, well-crafted beers in the style. And this feels like, oh, yes, this is a lightish porter. It's doing all the portery things, but it's doing it really well. And they've really thought about how it will taste all the way through the taste curve. And... Yeah, you could have multiple of these in a row because, again, uh, it's only 5.2% and it doesn't feel heavy because of that. But you could also have like two or three in a night out mm. because you could really, like, you choose to nurse it in the same way. Yeah. Excellent nice. beer as always. From good, good. Um, if you, dear listener, viewer, want to talk to us about the beers that you're drinking, about the games that you're playing, about the cast ale you've been supping recently you can do so on the socials at tanked up cast you can email us if you like at tanked up cast at gmail.com um, you can get me at nova underscore 47 lucy is uh juicy tonight. and adlis at the omnia and you can get all of us over on outoflives.net as well where you can see our lovely faces you can see the beers that we have been drinking or over on the youtube and twitch which is out of lives network over there come and hang out with us if you fancy on an evening when we record on the first day over on the twitch and crack a beer share a beer with us let us know your thoughts on it that'd be really good to hear from you i imagine our next episode might touch on the bristol craft beer festival which will be attending soon but tomorrow yes. well in, two, in a couple of days time but but after this episode we'd have been there yes we'd have been there when this episode goes out um so you know if you're going let us know let us know what you've been up to what you've been drinking it'd be really good to hear from all of you um thank you for joining us for the evening for this week we've been tagged up goodbye Bye. 
Ciao.